What's cracking, everybody? Welcome to episode 10. I can't believe it's been 10 episodes. Today, I had the honor of talking with Miss Chrissy Garcia, the woman on my shoulders in the title pick. I don't even need to say much. This girl was a beast. Every day we worked together, no lie, every day, something crazy would happen. She had so many good stories. I had a lot of fun catching up with her. It was just good to talk to her. Thanks for everybody that sent me feedback. I appreciate it. If you haven't done it yet, what you waiting on? Get to it at strip.lasvegas. A lot more things coming at you. I'm really excited about that. But for now, let me shut up. As always, thanks for listening and enjoy. I heard your voicemail. <laughs> and I, I was like, who the fuck is Kristen? Like, that, that's me. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. I just got to keep him guessing. So I have like all my alter egos. I know. Why do I know Stump? Because my hyphenated last name. Oh, I was like, is that just because you're short? <laughs> no, yeah, I definitely don't choose to have stump, especially because I am kind of sh- short and squatty, so it doesn't really work. <laughs> Kristen Stump Garcia, what's your middle name? Michelle. Oh, shit. I know. What? I know. Michelle's are bitches, so I don't take it. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you right now? I am in t- Houston, Texas, but missing good old Vegas. I know. You haven't worked in Vegas in a few years, yeah? A couple years. It has been a couple of years. Yeah, I actually haven't worked um, for the past year at all. So can't really complain there. <laughs> <laughs> How'd you pull that off? I just tore all my ligaments in my knee. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, yeah. that's not very cool. Doing what? No, it's not. Playing softball. Mm. I mean, anyone that knows me knows I'm a huge adrenaline junkie sports <laughs> fan. Any opportunity to be outside and playing sports, I'm there. Until I have a knee blowout, but... Was it like a slide or something? Um, if that made sound cooler, yes. <laughs> but honestly, I was just running and I hyperextended it. <laughs> Ooh. Oh. I guess I need to go back to the fundamentals and learn how to run. Yeah, we'll start back at the basics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Besides Marquee, did you work anywhere else in the industry? I did not. Marquee was my one and only nighttime, daytime gig. How'd you get into it? Well, honestly, I worked in the casino, just cocktailing, doing cocktails to the tables and slots and stuff. And everyone was like, you have way too much energy to be down here. You need to, go to, <laughs> you need to take your ass to the club and go do your thing. <laughs> They're like, I'm just trying to smoke my cigarettes in peace. Okay. And here comes Chrissy, little stumpy, bobbing around. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what do you guys want? You want two? You want a double? You want a bottle with that? They're like, listen, I just want a white Russian. Right. To sit here. Right. <laughs> and I just want to sip on it and pay my penny slots. And I'm like, no, you need a chug. And we need to buy a bottle. <laughs> How long were you doing that? Um, I did that for about four years. Like, oh, what? Th- three or four years. Gosh, I hate to admit how long I did cocktailing, but yes. Why? Who cares? No. Nope. It's a great no job. I, it's lucrative at the very least, but. Yeah. And at the very yeah. most, you meet at some great people. Most. For sure. And, and that's it's super lucrative. <laughs> absolutely. The memories are irreplaceable. So that's been a big thing of this, like getting nostalgic and reminiscing over the good old days. It's right. been fun. 
So what was your favorite thing about working at the pool or nightclub? Switching from casino, is it a waitress? Casino server? Yeah, yeah basically a waitress, a uh, cocktail server. Um, okay. The energy, I mean, the you cannot beat the energy when it's uh, Saturday. I mean, I particularly like the day club better than the nightclub. Um, but it, the sun's out. <laughs> Have you heard any of these podcasts yet? You have to tell no. everyone. Okay, so I'm not. We're not being biased here because everybody else said that they like the daytime too. <laughs> I have a theory, I have a theory about this. The sun does wonders on your mental state. So, and I have I'm not knocking them, but if you go into a nightclub, people are generally going to be a little more zombie like, and they just look pissed. But you go to a day club, and everyone's bouncing around, smiling. The sun's just like energizing. So get out there. Exactly. Yeah. Plus bikinis versus not bikinis. No, that's pretty stimulating in itself. <laughs> I mean, they say sun's out, bun's out for a reason. Oh, God. If that was the only thing that was out, <laughs> that would be nice. <laughs> yeah, no. So uh, I don't know if anybody knows that. Or I didn't know that Marquee was a topless pool Monday through Thursday. Right. But it's, yeah. It, the people that are the most, so the people that are most confident typically should keep it on. <laughs> I know it's never the stuff you want to see on Monday through Thursday. It's like, oh, there's someone with their that top off. Bad. It sounds what? Yeah, it sounds bad. It's really uh, that sounds bad. It sounds like I'm being mean, but I wish I had the confidence. Shit. What do you mean? There are absolutely titties that you do want to see and titties that you do not want to see. Like, let's keep it real here. Sure. <laughs> I, I was just thankful that I was uh, on the serving aspect, so I didn't have a choice. Yeah, right. I mean, it's like, I I like I'm on the other side watching, and it was never yeah, like, oh I don't my want to be gosh. Pour it, right? Pouring a drink and a nipple dips into the cup or something. <laughs> I don't know. Like, <laughs> I bet you. Most people wouldn't mind something like that in Vegas. They're like, finally, I was waiting for someone to do that to my drink. That just went from a $20 drink to a $100 drink. You're welcome. <laughs> but now with this coronavirus stuff, geez. Oh, no, geez. As long as you got a mask on, I guess it's okay. There you go. <laughs> so <laughs> you were only in the nightclub for three years? Four years? I, I was at, in the nightclub for four, five five years what yeah i feel like it was only a few seasons but maybe just because you were just all over the place time flies you know what i realized that every year every season there was at least one month for some some major reason that i wasn't there <laughs> so, <laughs> so like during the busiest time of the summer i was just chrissy was off doing her little stumpy thing somewhere else so yeah which is yeah. it's like for everybody that doesn't know you um, uh, you are definitely one of our highest selling gosh. workers, probably that the the company had. So it's like it's the busiest time of the year, and I'm like, damn, I haven't seen Chrissy in a minute. <laughs> Where's yeah, she at? Funny enough, like an annual check in and our yearly reports, and every single year, if and there was a couple years where I was the highest earner, which was awesome. Um, but every single with that, there was always information that I worked significantly less shifts than everybody. <laughs> so I was like, well, well, how the hell do you factor that? Okay. Yeah. Well, imagine had you been there for all the days. Crushing it. <laughs> <laughs> what was the highest earning year you had, if you can remember? Um, I know that in uh, maybe like a eight month span, maybe a little bit more than that. It was 1.2 million. Jeez, fuck. Yeah. We were 
So Jericho was on here and she was talking about her second year. She sold just under a million. Tiana and Nikki have been on and spoken about how somebody spent a million, but you sold 1.2 in eight months of the least amount of shifts, probably. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty good. It beast was really mode. Good. It was beast mode, but I didn't really have, I mean, I didn't really have a live all, other than the month that I usually took off. And then, <laughs> um, but aside from that, it was like, I think that was like my second year working there. And that's like, once I finally established myself with the company, with the girls, really gotten, got into my groove and um, got some rapport with the clientele um, and then just took off from there. And I was picking up extra shifts here and there. So that was cool. Um, side note, you're on my shoulders in the logo. That's me. <laughs> my, I had some people reach out to me. They were like, hey, I saw you on some guy's shoulders on Instagram. I was like, yes, <laughs> that's my boy, Evan. We were like a dynamic duo. <laughs> that's like the term. I'm glad that whenever people like, they ask me, it's like, is Chrissy part of it? I was like, ugh, soon. Don't worry, she'll be on here. I'm going to get her on here. Oh, I'm sorry. I've been busy and slacking. Yeah, well, I mean, some of us, you have a life to live. And then, I mean, you're doing, can we tell people what you're doing now? Absolutely. Um, I actually transitioned into medical sales. Still, still selling, trying to uh, hustle, but it's a far different ball game and a different animal out here. Yeah, but if you can sell a million dollars of overpriced champagne, then I'm sure devices that will like be life-saving. Should sell themselves. Right up your alley. Right? <laughs> exactly. But so, for some strange reason, it's easier to sell a, a $35,000 bottle of champagne to a doctor than a, a product. So. <laughs> <laughs> Have you tried doing it in a bikini? Exactly. It is so <laughs> fucking sad, but true. <laughs> I have It's like people come there for that, right? Yeah. But I don't think I'm going to get past the front desk in a bikini in a hospital. That's not going to work. You go trench coat. There you and go. then just the bikini underneath. <laughs> Hit them with the surprise attack. I like it. And then they, they make the order. You have them sign just like the club. Just like they the sign club. this before you leave. And don't forget your and gratuity and your buzzers. <laughs> oh, my. That is why everybody loves working with Chrissy. <laughs> um, is that hard? That would be a good thing to ask. Is it hard to make or when people expect you to make money for them? Is that like a pressure thing or is it just because... You know, you're really competitive. Um, I see kind of like both ends to that. Um, it's extremely stressful, but because I feel, and especially if it happens, if you are able to produce for your busters and stuff, it almost becomes expected. Um, but, you know, it is a team effort. And what I find is if you do take care of your busters, they are going to like, for instance, when we would work together, you always bust your ass. So, I mean, uh, credit, credit. I edit any of the stuff. What's that? That has anything to do with me. I edit it all out. <laughs> <laughs> this is my fucking podcast. Okay. <laughs> I am the nice one here. Okay. Well, you do what you want. But, <laughs> anyways, no, no, you're good. Um, but yeah, it, there is like some stress behind it. But at the same time, I get it. If I, if I were on the flip side, I would be like, yeah, I just fucking did all that. Help me out. So, <laughs> mm -hmm. well, it's one thing everybody sh spreads the numbers around. I mean, you can't make a good amount and not have everybody hear about it. So then if the same person is brought up consistently, Chrissy always makes whoever she's, it seems like whoever works with Chrissy is going to make a lot of money. 
there's a handful of waitresses like that. You work with them and it's going to be a good day no matter where you're at. Sure. So I always wondered like if the pressure was on you guys because so many people realize that, you know, the one day that they're working with you, they could get a lot of money. And you kind of create an, an environment, a less stressful environment when you take that approach, which was, uh, I mean, and that doesn't go unnoticed because like you said, when it does get a word of mouth gets around like, oh, so-and-so Jerrica or Chrissy is going to get us taken care of in the end. Thousands. Yeah. Thousands. <laughs> Oftentimes y'all probably made more money than we did. <laughs> Some of us, I, I know that there's a handful of us that like had it made, which is great. And that's, and I am all for it, but yeah, so there's some pressure with it because you, you could kind of see it in the, whoever's eyes, they're like, okay, <laughs> yes. we're going to get it. And then if I, and like, if for some reason you can't land that big sell, you can almost see the defeat in the other person's eye. And I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> like. Yeah, you're like, it's not my money. I didn't take anything from you. Yeah, and this is hitting my pocket too. Yeah, it's all how you how you handle it and go about it. I mean, and you also, there's been times when I've had not, and not even just busters, other people that could be taken care of in the end. And you see if you're not able to do something and then you try to get their attention at some point and you are like drowning in the in the weeds and you're, <laughs> you make that eye contact, like save me. And they basically turn their head and they're like, nope, good luck. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah. I remember being off some shifts or I would come in <laughs> and I remember looking into some cabanas and looking at uh, Whitney and she's about to, she's trying not to lose it <laughs> in the owner's 17. Oh my goodness. And she just looks at me and I'm like, I don't even work here anymore, but <laughs> let me go grab someone for you real quick. <laughs> and I me? left and I got somebody and I was like, I, I don't. I don't know who I grabbed. I was like, yo, what, why Whitney's been up here by herself for like 25 minutes. At least I've watched a whole DJ set and I haven't seen anybody help her. That's crazy. But, that girl, she's a power horse. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I got to get, um, I'm going to venture to some people that I haven't worked with outside of marquee, but marquee is really a good starting block. I feel like once you are there, you can kind of work everywhere else. Uh, yeah, hundred percent. I mean, to get your get the experience, but I I didn't I never really saw it as a starting block. I saw the longevity because just the the whole what's it called the auditions the uh, yeah the auditions. I mean, it's all pretty similar, but the just the community within the company is something that is not is something worth noticing. And I don't think it's something I would have given up to go to another company that's just going to micromanage and just be uh a little on your ass yeah on your ass is like marky had a personal aspect to it that really resonated with me yeah especially if you can take the most busy month off <laughs> yeah, they, you're like yeah i'm out of here yeah, i'll be back they're definitely lenient so they're i really appreciate them in that regard they weren't lenient you're just really good at your job like let's be honest here <laughs> if some one was selling nothing and they were like, Hey, I'm going to be gone this month. They would say, well, just go ahead and stay wherever you're at. Well, thank you for that. <laughs> yeah. Um, what's the most you ever sold like in a day? In a day? Um, yeah. So, I mean, fortunately I, I was able to do well consistently. A lot of $60,000 days. I think the biggest, a lot of what? 60,000, stuff like that. That was more like consistent, but the biggest day I think I had was, I want to say about 130, 140,000. Yeah. 
And that was just because one table uh, went to like one hundred and twenty thousand, and I had another table, but who knows what they did? <laughs> Isn't that crazy? You had a table come in and spend ten thousand dollars on champagne. It was on. You it was know. on a Sunday, and their minimum was. I, it was their minimum was two grand. Wait, which which table? It was a Sunday. These guys, you know, Sundays are typically slower, and a little bachelor party two grand and I was like hey Sunday fun day let's have some mimosas little do you know eight o'clock rolls around ten o'clock rolls around and everyone is looking a little like uh doing the squint eye but we're still there (laughs) (laughs) their minimum was two thousand dollars yeah and it ended with one hundred and (laughs) twenty thousand it was fun it was a really fun day (laughs) did anybody regret that like when they go home and they see okay I just meant to spend two thousand maybe five thousand but then you go and you spend $120,000 at the day club. Yeah, I mean, I I, mean, you would think that people would regret it, but I make it a damn effort to make sure that they don't regret <laughs> it. And it is fun. I can guarantee you're going to have fun. Also, another, <laughs> you, you'll pour shots, like get up and get the party started. Oh, I'm That's on a, that table pouring shots, trying to come up with cr- the most creative and silly way to do a shot. Yeah. <laughs> What about, like, the highest tip you ever got? Um, That's another one. I was pretty fortunate to be taken care of consistently. But there were several, like... Shut up. You're good at your job. I'm tired of this. I'm like, oh, shut shut. up. Listen, okay? Everybody that's been on the podcast has already talked about you. Oh. Oh, I got it. I need to touch on this. Dang. (laughs) That was my segue into $20,000 a couple times. But Whew, a couple times, <laughs> which which uh, is awesome because you have their their tab, which is already a twenty percent gratuity. So if it's like a already at like a ten thousand, sixteen thousand uh, expected tip, and then they over tip another twenty thousand, that's a that's a that's a good day. A guy just gave you thirty thousand um, dollars. Yeah, you know, nobody has really. The, the shitty part is when he's like. Um, do you want this cash? And I'm like, no, because I have morals and I share this. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> that was my question. What is it like being the top earner and then having to, well, can you explain how the girls, how the money is divvied up? Yes. What happens when somebody tips 20000 on top of auto gratuity or what is that, you know? To be quite honest, I don't really know the numbers and the percentages, but I know that it's divvied up between basically with everybody. So it does get a little frustrating. It is, it hmm. is, like I said earlier, it is a team effort. And I mean, if I ever had crazy days and the girls know, like they have their crazy days too, but you literally are your time and, and your energy and just your presence is spread thin. So if you get by, I mean, sometimes I have to like, I'm yelling at girls, like help, like send in reinforcements <laughs> and um, you got to yeah. like find distractions. Cause you're, even if you have two tables and it doesn't seem like a lot, you're running to the next table because they, and if you have both tables popping off, like it is damn near impossible to keep up with all the needs. But anyways, uh, it, so it is a team effort. Um, as far as percentages, I don't know what it's broken down to, but I will say that if I'm, turning in $35,000, $40,000 in tips in one day, I sadly am not even going to see 
uh, like a tenth of it. Like, yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to maybe see a good two out of that. Yeah. Mm. Moment of silence for all the money mm. you gave up. <laughs> right. Yeah. But the thing is, you know, for you, you're the, you're one of the top earners. I wanted to ask because there's people that think you just show up and you get all this money. Like these girls make so much cash, but think about how much some people are leaving on the, on the table. You know, it's not like everybody gets to take all of their money. No. The busters didn't even get to do that for the, a long time. Right. Yeah. And that's why we would push so hard for the busters as well. And that's when y'all would, uh, or oftentimes they would make more money. Yeah, because if somebody tips you twenty or thirty thousand, right, and then they see little old me hanging from the ceiling trying to do some shit, <laughs> um, <laughs> they're like, "You're like, hey, what about Evan?" And they're like, "Who the fuck is Evan?" And I'm like, "You're like, uh, the guy I, over there cleaning." Honestly, all shit my up. response would always be like, "The guy that's been um, basically wiping your ass all day," and they would be like, "Oh yeah, Evan." <laughs> <laughs> that guy. And then next thing you know, they become really generous. And there comes one, two, three, four, five thousand dollars. Sure. And, but the best part about it, I mean, for Busters is that, I mean, they had a percentage coming out of the girls' tips. And then whatever we were able to get on the established or dedicated line for their gratuity, they got to keep that. So that's where they could really gain. Um, all of our earnings were just are going to be divvied up. Yeah, that changed the game. And that's different from place to place. Like Marquee is one of the few places where there is a buster mm -hmm. line and you get to keep a percentage of it. Over at Encore, you got a buster line, but anything over a over $250 went to the group. Um, at Wet Republic, I think... Really? They, it all goes into... Yeah, at Wet Republic, I think it goes into the pot, but you can make cash side tips there. I'm going to talk to somebody from Wet Republic in a week. Oh, that'll be so, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it's always good to hear what people think and get different perspectives. Because I was talking to Jerrica about what it was like to be one of the top in sales. And she is the same way. She's like, you know, people are there for a party. And if you trust that I'm, I'm not here to, like, rob you, I just want you to have for a sure. good time, then you'll have a damn good time. Exactly. I mean, because people, when they go in, and I, I mean, the prices are already elevated. So they're coming in with this perception that they are getting like handled pretty much so oh, yeah, but you sure. gotta i mean that's not what we're trying to do we don't have any judge or say on the pricing but it is our job to create an experience that they're going to remember and i think we all at marquee did a fantastic job at doing that and executing that was very well said okay uh what's the hardest part about coming to work uh the hardest part about going to work would be well, one, the pressure of just, I mean, and this is a personal thing, I think, is that I was like, okay, I'm going to have, I'm going to be expected to del deliver. So there were so many times I would be driving into work and I felt like my hands were clammy. And I'm like, why am I stressing myself out so bad? And I was like, because I have to deliver. I have to make something happen today. And so that was really stressful. And then also like going to work, you are literally working in the middle of summer in Las Vegas in 115 degree weather in heels, in a bikini, with your hair down, and it's just hot, and you don't really have time for restroom breaks or eating or anything like that. And it just, it really got physically um, challenging at times. Other than that, it was just, I think, the pressure to uh, make sales. 
to hope. That's a good point. To do that in the heat, I don't think people understand. I mean, and these bikinis are tiny. right. So you're, and with that comes a lot of <laughs> a lot of interesting um, action. <laughs> a lot of action. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool. I have, I think, one, two, three, four questions left. Okay, hit me. Easy breezy. A favorite customer experience or a favorite day that you have? Anything that rings a bell? Uh, let's see. Yes. I mean, pretty much every weekend there was a memorable week, <laughs> memorable day. I mean, I was I uh, here coming out in airplanes, pirate ships, unicorns, carriages. I mean, it's just a really fucking great time. Yeah. Um, but as far as like a customer experience, I mean, I'm so used to providing the entertainment and the action. And then one time, and this was actually at Lavo brunch, um, in the middle of the, this chaos of the club, I hear my guest on the microphone, um, as the DJ is playing his set and he's giving me a shout out. <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> His guest is on the microphone, I, and I, I don't know how the DJ let him. He might have paid him. I don't know. But the DJ was like, sure. And the music's going, and everyone's bumping, lasers flying. And then I hear this. I just want to give a shout out to the dopest waitress. And, da -da 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 -da. and all of a sudden, this spotlight comes blaring on me. <laughs> and convenient, I'm on the table. I'm dancing. <laughs> and, I'm, <laughs> and I'm pouring champagne down someone's throat. Like... <laughs> And then I'm pretty sure that my reaction was probably the best. I like am a deer in the headlights with this massive bottle in my arm. Like, wait, that's me. <laughs> and then this, and I'm in the middle of lava and everyone's looking at me just doing this ridiculous stuff. It was great. And obviously I rolled with it and just started partying and had, I was like, Oh my God. Yeah, I'm cool. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> I made it. Yeah. So I'm just like jumping. I, I could have very well sprayed the champagne. Who knows? That's what happens at Lavo. That's what it's for. I just really never saw limits on any of that stuff. So I went with it. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. Deer in the headlights, yeah. What about a customer experience that you didn't like? Something that's shitty. You know, the awful club moments? Oh, um, yeah, there's a lot of those. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's to be expected with anything, but there is... I forget what holiday it was, but for some reason, every single year on this particular holiday, I ended up with the same group of guys uh. and they're, they're, they're nice. And not just because they're guys, uh, but <laughs> they're, I'm just kidding. They're nice. But, um, every year they would, it, and it was because of the holiday, they would have a bigger minimum and whatever it was like 15,000, then you have to do the, uh, gratuity and everything, but they would pay in cash and it was all $20 bills. Ooh. And I was like, that's cool. You're definitely not a drug dealer. And, <laughs> uh, and I was like, let's have fun. And every single year, and I don't know why I thought it would change, but I would try to like get these big bottles of champagne. They wanted to, they didn't even want to do mags of vodka. They didn't want to do mags of tequila. It was all small bottles. And I'm like, how the hell am I going to fulfill a $15,000 minimum by doing small Don Julio bottles and then like small, whatever, small bottle of champagne. And I'm like, this is a nightmare. And they were always so demanding and I'm not going to get into detail, but uh, yeah. They weren't, just, they, where were they, were they from America? That, 
No, they weren't. And that's why I was going to uh, say, but I opted out of saying where they were from. <laughs> yeah, foreigners. Some of them suck. Some of them are awesome. Sure. I mean, they were always nice, but they very, very uh, expectant. And it made my, my day a lot longer. Mm. So. When people are stingy, it's the worst. I mean, yeah, stingy or just, I mean, they don't, I, they didn't get it. And I was like, guys, you come here every year. You should get that. Everyone's <laughs> going to get equally as drunk on big bottles as they will on these little bottles, but you'll probably make it to the nightclub if you get, if you don't do these little bottles. But, ah. Yeah. So. Like you said, if people would just trust you guys, you ladies. Yeah. It's like, it, we're experienced partiers. Professionals. Absolutely. Ugh. Um, what does your off season look like? Uh, my off season for me, I think it was, I think it was drastically different than a lot of the, a lot of other people. I mean, I went to, I got back into school. So a lot of my time was dedicated, dedicated to that. Um, other than that, I did a lot of hiking, anything outdoors, stuff like that. And you big on look, traveling? I didn't travel very much, but for several of the reasons, but I did travel my ass off in this past year that I haven't worked. Um, but most of the other girls, like they traveled all over the world to these incredible places and, and just experiences that most people will never see in a, in a lifetime. So it's pretty awesome. Yeah. You make all your money during the summer and then you got all this free time and then you show back up next year, ready to do it again. Exactly. But let's face it. What do we really have an off season? We work like three days a week. That's true. So, I mean, it's kind of the luxuries there. The off season's just like, it's like a year round thing. <laughs> That's a good way to it. Now the dating question. Uh, dun, dun, dun. Do you think it's different dating in Vegas than it is anywhere else? Honestly, just stop right there. When I, <laughs> don't do it. It's a scam. What? You can't say that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I'm just kidding. But honestly, I used to blame all of my less than desirable relationships on Vegas but then I moved and I realized oh you know what it's just people we're all people up. suck everywhere everywhere including <laughs> myself and I was like wow I suck too and you're like wait what it's yeah. not Vegas yeah but I mean Vegas like there's so many temptations out there and you really have to have a, le a level head and um, be comfortable within yourself to have some anything successful. But I know so many people that have really fantastic relationships out there. Um, it really is just like where your head's at. Is it different when you leave? Like, so you moved. People have yep. different expectations outside in different cities. Oh, 100%. And if anything, especially being in the industry, you become quite jaded because you see people at their worst, men and women included. So it it's hard to, especially leaving Las Vegas to disassociate with that and realize that some people are, do have good intentions and they're not just out. To... <laughs> oh, you're not all evil. Yeah, exactly. So, but you know, and then with that, Vegas is a different beast. So you come up, you become accustomed to a different lifestyle and a different sense of humor and just everything, everything. So, and then when you go to a place like Texas, for instance, it's a lot slower. Um, people don't, they're not, they haven't been exposed to many of the things that you would be exposed to in Las Vegas. So to kind of like come back down to earth and realize that there's a different reality out there. Is, Real people. Right. That's kind of a learning curve. Yeah. When did you get to Vegas? 
uh, when I was 21, prime time. Damn. And I, 2009? Yeah. 2009. What for? Huh? Why? I was chasing love. <laughs> really? Yeah, no, I, I moved out there with the guy I was dating at the time, and which was a fantastic guy. We're still friends to this day. Um, but being that I was 21, I had a lot of growing up to do. And back to the temptation part. Yeah, there's a, I wanted to have fun and live the Vegas life and get on the, the fast train. So that's that. <laughs> <laughs> How was the fast train? Um, fast, let's say. A lo- <laughs> <laughs> the the ten years the ten years I spent in Vegas are very much a blur. So really, yeah. I mean, but it was all really good life experience, uh, great memories. But you know, there was not a lot of downtime. So <laughs> yeah, I was talking to Alan. Oh, I love Alan. He said, shout out to Chrissy. She's the MVP oh, on his episode. That's my boy. I'm going to listen to it. Uh, we went over the fire day. Oh, yeah. It was me and you. It, it was. I had just gotten in because I was a late shift. <laughs> I know. And that, remember that guy handed you 15 cash. grand, in, 15 grand in cash. I just collected it. And I was like, bye. <laughs> <laughs> There's a fire. I'm out. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that guy came back the next year. He did come back. Well, I mean, these you, you can't anticipate something like that. You know, accidents happen, but he was reimbursed and everything. Oof, they sent him over to Lavo. Oh, no, no, to Tao Beach for the day. Oh, did they? Yeah. And then you remember how the, the rest of the day went? We had to go over to Aria and all the girls that were in bikinis got robes. That's right. And then when we came back, we opened back up. I know. Well, I mean, this place never sleeps. I'm surprised that with this pandemic, it closed. So <laughs> it's like, screw it. If we're going to kill everybody, send them all to the club. They're going to go anyway. At least have a good time while you're doing it. So <laughs> um, that fire day, uh, remember how a table that came back, they were tipping everybody in Swarovski pens. Oh my God. Are you kidding me? I literally have it in my hand as we speak. And I forgot that that's where it came from. And I found it yesterday. That's crazy. It's in my hand too. And that's what happened when me and Alan talked. Oh my God. That is like, so. <laughs> that is weird. That's we, crazy. The universe works in mysterious ways, but I, I haven't seen this pin in years. What year was that fire? Two, 2015. Right. 16? Okay. 15? No, it's 2015. I have, I never used the damn thing. Five years later, <laughs> found it in my pen drawer because I was like, oh, you know what? I'm going to use this thing. It's pretty. And I'm sitting here on the exactly. phone. <laughs> That's awesome. That's cool. That's really cool. I was thinking the exact same thing. Like, So Alan and I were talking about it, the fire day. And then I was like, hey, the pen I'm using right now is from that. I was like, yo, I got this as a side tip in Vegas one day. This would be a great pen to use for this podcast. Ha, ha, ha. It's all pretty and shit. Oh, my God. That's a great idea. Yeah. And... I forgot about that. I think it was like the guy, the, it was a kid handing him out, but his dad or something owned Swarovski or was affiliated in some level. Yeah, something like that. And it was like, he had a box of them. He was walking around handing them out to us. Like, hey, here you go. Hey, oh, this for you. And at the time, I was really big into Swarovski, like their earrings. I totally hit him up. I was like, you know what? <laughs> you guys are... <laughs> I was like, I support you guys. So if you want to support me back, send me some earrings. <laughs> Did it work? 
No, I got a pin though. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's the craziest thing anybody's given you, offered you? Offered? Wow. Okay. Um, well, and it can be several things. I mean, you literally are you proposition. Proposition is such a bad word. Okay, so. What are they? Uh, craziest thing, anything from I've been offered jobs, several jobs, um, marriage. I've been offered marriage <laughs> a lot, and I was like, well, that's cool. Um, <laughs> and then I remember one time, I mean, obviously drugs, but I remember one time this guy, and you know, you laugh it off, blah, 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 haha, you're funny. And, but uh, to some degree, and then I remember bending down, like doing something under the table, and something touched my back, and I turned around. And this guy might as well have been like Pablo Escobar. He had like a crown royal bag full of stuff <laughs> of, of cocaine. And uh, excuse me, and I don't know if I should be going down this road. And I was like, you could say it. I was like, it's Vegas. There's three issues with this. One, that is illegal as fuck. Two, that is enough to catch a case for a long time. And, yeah. and three, I don't know where you could have hid this on your body to get it into this place. And that is way too big to be packing it somewhere. So, like, what, How, Don't touch me with that. Like, what is your trickery? Yeah, it was crazy. Yikes. Mm -hmm. And then he just like slowly puts it back in his pants. Like, oh, so you're not down? No, Sorry. No, I'm telling you, this is, yeah, it was next level. So drugs, marriage. Drugs, uh, marriage, um, money. Yeah, money, jobs, anything. I've had a guy. Any I've had a guy touch my teeth one time. That was disgusting. <laughs> yeah. With what? His fingers? His finger. I was like, I don't know what country you're from, but it's not acceptable. <laughs> no. <laughs> how, how did he do that? Did he like time you talking or something? I like, was. Uh... I think I was laughing really hard, and I was looking in the other direction, and before I knew it, I had a finger a little grubby finger going across my <laughs> across my teeth and i was i smacked him i was like no that is not acceptable now i have to go decontaminate my mouth yeah it was disgusting i'm already kind of like germ phobic as is so piper had said you don't touch people you don't know she got picked up and she was like no you don't do that you don't, you can't, we, we did get picked up a lot. It's weird. Well, you guys are, I mean, you're giving people alcohol all day long and they're hot. They don't know what they're doing. And then you're, everybody's, certain people are more playful too with sure. their, you know, and I think you and Piper have like this like energetic personality where people like, they think you guys are all really friends by the end of it. No, they definitely. And then everyone's like, yay, let's cannonball together. I'm like, okay, can I put my hair up? Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> There's an extra zero included. For yeah, this. exactly. <laughs> I don't know if they told you that, but it says right here, uh -huh. if I get wet, yeah. it's another zero. I mean. Have you jumped in the pool often? Oh, all the time. I mean, at the end of a sweaty, exhausting day, I couldn't wait for the excuse. And I usually would blame it on them. But I would, I, I mean, in my, inside, I was like, looking at that water, like, I'm going in. <laughs> but the jacuzzi is so hot. Yeah, but it's refreshing when you get out. Yeah, at least it's not the pool. Can you talk about the pool water at the end of the day? Oh, it looks like a swamp for the most part. <laughs> I mean, you've got everything from con condoms to floating around, napkin straws, probably wedding rings that were hidden in pockets money um and it's just discolored and cloudy so 
steer clear. Mm. <laughs> Even on my last day, nobody threw me in. I think I did. No, I didn't get thrown in either, but, well, I might've, but um, I think I've jumped in willingly once or twice. And I think it was when like, uh, I don't want to know if I should name names. I think it was when Paris Hilton and Jolo were there. I was just wondering if, if that guy is in jail. Who knows? I mean, he, I, I don't, I don't know. No. I've never seen a club stand on its head for a person like that. Right. Ever. Yeah. He's doing something right. Not in that way. Well, or he was doing something wrong. True. I mean, well. He was like embezzling money from a country or something like that. And then once it was reported, I think he's either he's hiding and not being, uh, what's the word? Like prosecuted and shipped back. What are they, when they extradite, extradite you? Yeah. And I guess that's how he's avoiding serious prison time or death <laughs> rightly so i couldn't even imagine the corruption going on with that Oof. but i mean usually usually um, it's the the guys that are con artists that have to come in with the biggest shows so true except for a couple of friends of ours yeah there are people that do um have a good time or spend a lot of money and have a good time and are not creepy oh like alex lee he's amazing true um, I wonder if he'll care if we say his name on here. Probably. You better not. Last question for you. What tips do you have for either people who audition or someone who wanted to come to your job? What would be your advice? Uh, for starters, don't eat breakfast. And <laughs> <laughs> Ever? <laughs> that day. In fact, don't even eat dinner the day before because you, everyone, there are thousands of girls that want this position and everyone is pro is in their most tip-top shape and as shallow as it may sound you you got to like come in correct but um but on a for real note um i think just being yourself being if you are personable and energetic and you can hold a conversation that's going to get you the furthest and um really just being confident within yourself mm, short and sweet sure. um did you try anywhere else besides marquee I did, but Marquis hired me on the spot, and I was like, all right, let's go. Done deal. Yeah. And then you never went anywhere else? No, I had no desire to go anywhere else. Marquis is fantastic. Damn. I really do stand behind that. Everybody does. Yeah. Jeez. I look like a homer. Everybody's like, oh, fuck, I love Marquis so much. <laughs> it's just a great company. Uh, I mean, their philosophy is great. Treat your, treat your employees well, and they'll treat, uh, reciprocate with producing. Boom. All right. Well said. What about tips for people who are visiting? Um, well, we have the same conversations every single day. So if there's a little bit of pushback, it's probably just because we're fatigued. Um, um, we're not trying to get... You must love your job. Yeah. What's the craziest thing you've ever seen? I... <laughs> <laughs> and here I am asking you. No, I mean, I get it. You, you know, because I, I mean, we've seen it all. I, I want to know. I still can't get to the bottom of that question. And particularly, I, I can't figure it out. Because um, it's what's the craziest thing someone's seen? I, yeah, I've seen it all. It's hard to get people to say like, hey, I saw people fucking on the balcony or to say, and that's like normal hey, to I me. had sex at work. I, you know, and I, that's kind of like normal to me. So I'm like, is that something, is that worthy enough for mentioning as the craziest thing? Because pretty, yeah, yeah. I sure. had a, Think about it. Everybody's behind a desk most of the time or yeah. at a job that's not in these places. See, that's how so you just want to know. Yeah, that's how desensitized the, the scenery kind of makes you. I had a guy one time uh, flop out of the 
jacuzzi naked and like you know how homer simpson spins on the floor like runs in a circle yeah. butt naked wiener flapping like flying around <laughs> <laughs> and then and then he ran at me for a hug and i was like no oh my god security security what yeah help Ooh, what did they do push him i'd be like listen dude put your fucking pants on yeah yeah they just talked him talked him off the off the ledge but honestly uh tips for people coming in it's like i mean you never know someone's situation especially like the cocktail waitresses or the staff we could be under an immense amount of pressure especially uh from managers wanting us to produce and stuff like that and we're not out there to rob anybody or get over on people for the most part but we're just there to have a good time so work with us. Boom. Except for assholes. Then we are there to get over on you asshole people. Take all your 100%. money. 100%. And if you don't cooperate when we try to play it off and laugh it off, we're going to call your wife. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, that ring in your pocket? Right. It's funny. They'll show you their kids at the beginning of the day. And then by the end of the day, it's like, hey, are you married? Oh, gosh. I've seen it. Yeah, that's another thing. I've had going to close out the tab after a whole day of... um this person being single and then their wedding rings in their wallet, like in front of their ID. I'm like, that's classy. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, really? really? Real smooth. Like, yeah, well, like, oh God. Well, that's great. I'm trying to think if I have any other questions about, I think that was pretty good. Yeah, we talked a lot. I felt like I talked a lot. Sorry. <laughs> what do you mean? I'm that's missing what it's Vegas for. a little bit. Um, I'm not going to lie. Ma- I know. Oh. That's what happens. We talk. And then it's like, it, it pulls you in. And, you know, I've always heard that once you're, you live in Vegas and you try to leave, that you always end up back. And I'm like, no, I'll never do that. And I'm like, here I am. I'm like, mm, I wonder what medical cell job I can get in Vegas. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of people know, that do it there. Um, thank you for doing yeah. this. This is awesome. I Thanks think for be having really me. It was so much fun. Bye. Bye, Chrissy. Thank you so much for listening. Ten episodes down. Ten episodes done. If you could do me a favor and rate this podcast if you haven't already, or leave me a review, that'd be cool. Or just say what's up on Instagram. That'd be cool too. Anything and everything. Anything is everything. (laughs) Right? I mean, we're getting far. I got some good stuff coming up for you guys. So until next time.